Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Gesso Girls. This is Julia here, and I apologize this episode is coming out a little later today. Um, I had recorded this episode and I was listening to it again last night and editing it, and I felt like my thoughts were not as clear as I wanted them to be on this topic. So I'm re-recording this morning, um, last minute and then I'm going to be posting it a little later today. So hopefully this is helpful for you guys. It is a topic um, that was brought to my attention because I actually got some feedback about it and that, that is my signature. <laughs> so uh, signatures are, some, are weird because obviously I think the reason I was having a hard time talking about it is because it's so personal. Um, and also it's something that we kind of overlook because it becomes kind of very comfortable and something that we just start doing and we don't even think about. It just happens at the end of a painting. Um, and I think that it's a good thing to reassess every once in a while because I think as we develop as an artist, our signature inevitably changes and our comfortability um, in our style also changes and that signature needs to follow that as well. So I think where my signature went wrong is that my signature, A, I have really terrible handwriting actually. So um, my signature has never been my strong suit. Um, on top of that, I think I was having a little bit of a style identity crisis for a little while. And um, having a big bold signature was kind of a little bit of a grounding point um, and a tether between all the different kinds of styles I was trying at the time. Um, but I, I don't need that anymore. My style is a far more established now um, and feel far more comfortable in having my work speak for itself and not needing a giant signature to do the, the work for me and identifying that it's mine. Um, so I think it's a good idea to reassess this. I'm going to be walking you guys through a couple prompts um, to just consider and when it comes to your signature. And the first being thinking about how in your day-to-day -day life, how you might sign your name on a check, for example. Um, and then thinking of the opposite extreme of, you know, when you were like a little kid and you would try to perfectly sign your name in your notebook. At least I know I would do that all the time. Um, so think of those two extremes of your signature, the one where you try to be absolutely perfect and the one where it's kind of just a common everyday, like almost scribble. And then try to find like a little bit of a middle ground between the two. Um, and then next, I want you guys to think about like your actual name. So you can have fun with your artistic signature. It doesn't have to be, you know, exactly like what you would do in real life. For example, if you have a really unique first name, like you could get away with just signing with your first name. I don't have a very unique first name, so I can't get away with that, but I know a couple artists that do um, who can get away with it. And I think it's kind of become part of their aesthetic and their style. So I think it's really important to consider in addition to this, the kind of font you want to assign yourself to. I think it's traditional to do obviously like a cursive sort of uh, style of signing your name, but that doesn't have to be the way you sign your name. Um, I actually am going to encourage you guys to go and look at maybe a couple other artists that you follow on Instagram. So just what people are currently doing nowadays. Um, and then go look at some famous artists from history and see how they sign their name. Um, there's one artist I can think of in particular, and that's Albrecht Durer, who had a really unique way of signing his name, which was um, just his initials, actually. And it became kind of a bit more of like a logo or symbol in the way he would sign of like a big giant A and then a D underneath the A. Um, definitely going to encourage you guys to go Google search that one because I didn't do a good job of explaining it. But it came up when I was thinking of signatures, his came up in my brain almost immediately because it is such a unique way of signing. So if you can create something that is not a typical way of signing a name in everyday life, but is short and very, um, 
you know, representative of your work. He had very technical work. And so this kind of a little bit more graphic style of signing his name made sense. So I think once you've kind of identified what sort of signatures you like and that you think look really nice um, with people's work, start looking at work that is similar to yours. Um, because I think, like I said just a minute ago, thinking about how your signature looks against the kind of work you're doing is also extremely important. It needs to be appropriate to the content of what you're creating. So if you were a very minimalist painter, for example, if you just have like a blank canvas and you got like a big brush stroke, uh, I think sometimes the signature on there can be very distracting. So maybe you want to sign the back of it or you want to do something that's very small or kind of loose and goes with that kind of big brush stroke motion. Um, I think there's so many things to take into consideration when it comes to what comes to a signature, which is why it's such a hard topic to talk about. Um, but I think looking to previous, looking to other examples, looking to people you admire in their work, and noticing what works well and what doesn't. I think my biggest thing I want to advise you guys on is to make sure your signature does not take away from the painting. It doesn't distract from the work itself, and that it is representative of the kind of style that you are trying to create in your work. Um, I don't know if this is helpful. I don't know if I had the best advice on signatures as I am somebody who needs to reassess this myself, but I thought this would be a good exercise um, to play around with and just get to, um, to reconsider no matter how advanced an artist you are. I think it's always something that's good to think about every once in a while because it is kind of a forgotten part of the painting, and but it can be very, um, if it's done right, it's very it's it's great and you don't notice it but if it's done poorly it can kind of make or break a piece so i hope that you guys have fun maybe practicing in your sketchbook just a signature or at least looking around what other people are doing um and be patient with yourself as i said before i think signatures just like our style is something that continues to grow and evolve over time um so understanding that this doesn't have to be perfected overnight um, with that, I hope you guys have a great rest of your Monday and that you stay tuned for Wednesday. I'm going to be coming on here and talking all about my recent launch that I did um, for Black Friday with my ornaments and what I thought went well and what I thought didn't. Um, so it's going to be a very honest take on what I would do again next year and what I wouldn't. So I hope it's helpful um, and informative for you guys. So thank you so much for listening as always. And if you could leave us a review, that'd be fantastic. Um, but most of all, just thank you for listening and thank you for all of your support. Um, talk to you guys again soon.